0: Show with Tim Spencer and Rick Schmidt. Today is Saturday, the 23rd day of April in the year of our Lord, 2022. Good morning, Rick.
1: Good morning. Good morning, the year of our Lord. Yeah, although I feel like we're getting punished for some reason. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I hear you. Well, ladies, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, have you not been? Have you not been holding up your end? Is this is this, y'all, is this all you're doing? Well,
0: I won't uh, consider myself totally blameless, but yeah. mostly blameless.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who well, knows? Right. Maybe in- maybe in- it's a collective you. thing. No, no I, have I don't know. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I interrupted.
0: No, you're fine, buddy. No, I was just going to tell folks listening, Rick, that you know this has been a very interesting week. Uh, you know, I don't know if everybody's caught it or not, but with all these uh, food processing places and uh, you know food shippers and literally uh, farms like that, that are organic one you're talking about. All the fires last week and this week, you know, it's been about uh, a dozen fires that coincidentally happened all within 10 days or so at many of our major food processing places here in this country. I know there was some in Washington State, California, Texas, Iowa. I mean, I, I don't remember where they all were, and I don't have a list in front of me. Because I've got to shut off everything but Skype on the computer here, so we have a good connection. But um, they were basically all over the country, and then we got uh, one of the major rail systems. uh, Oh, I forgot which one. My memory's getting horrible. But has cut down on fertilizer shipments or made that a low, a very low priority compared to other things. So we're only getting about 10% of normal flow of shipping on fertilizer products for this time of year to the Midwest. Uh, You know, it's like everything out there is moving to make us so we can't grow or, you know, and the food that is grown can't be distributed. Now, I, I know I'm supposed to believe this is all coincidence,
1: but Rick, I don't think it is. What do you think, buddy? Yeah, I don't see. Uh, you know, they, they they say you can uh, tell a tree by its fruit. Um, if if a tree's got apples on it, that's that's an apple tree. And I think right. that um, you there's no point in trying to pretend that this is all just some crazy coincidence. Um, we boy, I hate to go here. I'm, I'll just do it momentarily. We have been warned repeatedly that uh, the globalists are going to try to kill about 14 billion people, billion with a B. Um, so, I mean, look, you got to start somewhere. Uh, so, I guess uh, with with a uh, with a bogus vaccination and, and a bunch of food shortages that. Will help quite a bit, I guess. If that's if that's what you want to do, it, it does it does seem like for going to all that trouble, you're going to get a first class ass whipping from the Lord. Uh, you know, I cannot. I've never been able to figure out what these people what what is what is the big reward here uh, for doing these things. I have not been able to. Uh, actually figure it out. Uh, it, it just seems like the negatives outweigh the positives by miles, but I guess they don't see that.
0: Well, you know, I'm thinking the people... <coughs> Excuse me. sorry. I apologize, folks. I believe the people, like you said earlier when we were talking on the phone. The people that are that we see the people that are in the public eye that are doing these things probably don't know what they're doing you know it, it's the people above them, the real people above them that are yeah. you know pulling the strings uh, that are laying down the law on what to do the the, the experts, I guess we call them. The doctor falsies in all the branches, not just medical, but economics and all that, uh, that are that are guiding what's going on. You know, I don't think we'll right. ever know who the true people are that are making these things happen. But I've got a feeling there's going to be a lot of politicians strung up eventually who don't even know why. They're being, you know, sought after or jailed or executed. They're not even going to understand why.
1: You know, that's my
0: personal opinion.
1: uh, My wife always says this stupid thing, and she said it often enough that uh, I don't really need to hear it anymore. But she said, uh, if you you gave somebody a million dollars to tell you whether... What they just did was right or wrong. They would answer you. Uh, so um, these these people who would like to claim plausible— den- I guess that's what they're going to call it— plausible deniability, um, or to put it in words of a person that I cannot stand, it's their fiduciary responsibility. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if that's if that's how you want to cover your. Your your uh, felonies and your your mortal sins. If that's what you want to say, you want to say uh, that it wasn't personal. It was just business. Listen, there isn't anything that isn't personal. I don't know. I don't know who, You're right. who coined that phrase. Maybe maybe it was the mafia. I don't know. I don't know who makes that stuff up. But you know, every single time you commit a crime or a sin uh, there is, there are victims and it is, it is personal. It is not just, it is not just you. It's you and God and other people. Uh, there's no way to get around that. So yeah, it's going to be one of those moments where they might, I think they might say they don't know what's going on. Uh, the full implications, um, yeah. Do they really know those? I don't think anybody uh, understands completely the the ramifications of anything that they do. Um, I have to laugh uh, when I think uh, when I when I, I when I get to the end of the day, and let's say that I want to uh, do an examination of conscience. And I want to go over a small list of things that I think I might have done right and things that I did wrong. Um, you know, the problem with, with that is, and I always find this with, with, with me, is uh, no, I didn't lie, steal, murder, rape, rob. Uh, there was no, uh, no uh, uh, envy or greed or any of that. However, I am absolutely convinced probably on more than one occasion during the day, I have offended the Lord by doing various, by failing in various ways. Uh, that would be, um, you know, judging somebody too harshly. Uh, not even, not even, it doesn't have to be that I said anything. It, it is just where my brain took it, you know. And uh, I think, I think, I think everybody, everything falls into that category Uh you know, you you do something, and um, how many years ago was it that I said I wanted to? Uh, before I die, I wanted to have a uh, symbol uh, coined in my name that would completely and totally explain the miracle of unintended consequences. Um, you know, it's Hi. it it is to me the. The single most astonishing force in the universe. Um, so, yeah, no, the, do these some do? I mean, I, I I picture the deep state as as basically a kind of a a military hierarchy. You've got these privates running around. Uh, they don't know what in the hell they're doing. Uh, they're they're just following orders and running over here and running over there. Hurry up and wait. Sit down. Eat. Do push-ups. Whatever. You've got all that business going on. But then you've got You've got sergeants up above that, and you've got lieutenants up above that, captains. And then somewhere you get to the generals, and <clears throat> if there is a plan, and I'm sure that there is, they certainly know it. Uh, do, do the captains know it? Mm-hmm, probably not. Uh, colonels, uh, I wouldn't know. You know, but but I think that the deep state falls into this category. You know, that, that's why they call these guys use, useful idiots, is because that's what they are. They're just a bunch of there are a bunch of pawns in a the game. They're never going to understand. And uh, anyway, uh, I guess I just was going on long enough about that uh, okay. phenomenon. Uh, what do you want to? Um, so we're burning the food. We're burning the uh, we're burning the uh, the uh, processing plants, uh, killing chickens right and left because. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I forgot about brand. that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got problems all over the place, and. And, um and then of course uh you know food 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 inflation uh is on everybody's mind because uh
0: um,
1: oh, yeah four four out of five people can't make it from week to week so you know this is going to this is going to uh gonna be an a, an interesting situation uh with respect to that before we go to gardening I think then I would I would mention a couple things with respect to the U.S. dollar and its, uh, its deterioration. And in uh, Russia, uh, basically uh, helping, helping they're catalyzing the process. Um, but I would say humorously, you know, we kind of pushed them. Uh, not, not we, uh, certain, probably the deep state kind of pushed them push them into a corner, and they're reacting in such a way that I would say is you know, particularly highly intelligent. Um, not, only, not only did they underpin the ruble with gold, thereby setting the floor on gold, then two weeks later turned around and said, we're going to buy it from anybody, we'll negotiate a price, meaning that now it's, it's underpinned, but it'll be 5,000 rubles a gram north. So right. it could be higher. You know, you can do whatever you want. And and now uh, you've got um, deals being made all over the place for the rupee, that's from India, folks, and right. uh, the yuan. Uh, Russia's doing deals in not just rubles, but other currencies too, just not dollars. And um, and to make matters uh, even more interesting, you know, we we decided. We uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have to find another another word for us uh, the West the West has, Rick the West decided that we would punish Russia uh, by 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 excluding them from the Swift system which is the the Bank of International Settlement in other words we're telling them they can't do business so they made up their their own system I think it's called SIP, I think. And it's 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 much faster and it's more efficient. And so what we've got here is that we already we were already seeing the decline of the petrodollar dollar uh, and the and the decline of purchasing power of the dollar that you keep using on a daily basis. We were watching that but now it's, it's being sped up exponentially um, by 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 Russia uh, setting up an entirely secondary monetary system. They're setting up a a, a monetary system that's going to run parallel to ours. Um, right. So, in other words, yeah. And because it's essentially gold-backed, uh, people will run to the ruble now because uh, they can watch the purchasing power of the U.S. dollar decline. And we've got a ruble over here that's got some gold behind it. Um, It's it's kind of a no-brainer at this point. I don't see, really, there's no decision to make. Um, You know, I guess the dollar will continue to be used for some things uh, at some point. You know, to what extent, um, you know, to what extent uh, it remains a currency? I mean, maybe it's going to turn out to be like the British pound, you know, pound sterling uh, it's still there but you know it's not really used for too much um, right the um, I know that uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, pays the uh, the paper boys um, using that that uh, that monetary system but that's all I know about that um, so and also to make matters to to speed things up even further Russia has disclosed that they will no longer disclose the names of those participating in their alternate pay- payment system, the SIP. Uh right. So in other words, it used to be that we had the deep state and the Federal Reserve snooping around trying to figure out what country was doing business with Russia outside the U.S. dollar so we could screw with them. Well, now they're protected. You know, now they get witness protection, uh, so now they can... They can go to Russia and do business uh, in whatever currency they want, and whatever currency Russia will accept, and there will be no repercussions from the United States. So, once right. again, we find uh, that you know that that decline of the U.S. dollar, which was going pretty fast, is just going faster and faster. I would say it's kind of like something rolling downhill now. So, well, you, you know, know the a lot it. of
0: these sanctions that we're putting uh-huh. in place, Rick, really hurt the West more than it hurts Russia. You know, example, LBMA in London no longer accepts gold mined in Russia. They, mean, so, you know, who does well, that hurt? It doesn't hurt Russia.
1: Well, you know, no, and that's... It hurts that's, the West. That's, that's, that's complete FUD anyway. Because Russia would never turn loose of an ounce of gold, so I don't even know what... I don't know what... Oh, they, they no,
0: there, there has been, no. you know, a flow of gold out of Russia, Rick. It's just, yeah, well, you know, they're not doing, you know, thousands of tons. They're keeping well, the they're, majority of it for themselves.
1: Yeah, that, that that for me is just a bunch of bluster and uh, uh, basically a uh, a, uh, a photo op moment for a couple of idiots... Uh, out of the EU I guess but but like you said so you look at um you look at Europe right now western europe they're they eastern and western europe they they desperately need uh that gas out of russia and right. and, and they're not going to get it they desperately need the fertilizer and they're not going to get it uh it's just too funny um you know it's you you talk about well, like, like a Bill Holter said, it's it's too damn stupid not to be the plan. You know, it, yeah. it's got, it, there's got to be, um, uh, you know, that, that, there's no way this is all bungling. This is, they're shutting down the Western economies, and this is how they're doing it. And, you know, you can call up here and say, but don't they know that if they blah, blah, blah? Uh, yes, they do know they do know and they intend to hurt you that's what they're doing um so you know for those of you that for those of you that thought that that they had your best interest in mind uh you were wrong they have their own interests in mind and you are just an unnecessary reality uh that they that they don't even want to recognize so you know you're you're an inconvenience to be certain um florida has revoked Disney's special
0: status,
1: uh, and it's about a, time. A you, know, you know, I, I grew
0: up there when Disney was put in. Rick, right. <clears throat> right. at the time, there was a big controversy among the people that lived in the area about right. uh, Disney getting a special status. Nobody could understand right. why they had to pay taxes, you know, property taxes. And Disney didn't.
1: Oh, uh, well, I see what it was. Well, I mean, it was all about tourism and money, money coming right. in, and all that. Uh, we get the same thing when when Amazon wants to build a warehouse in your area. They get all kinds of considerations. But you know, once again, you know what you know. The old saying. Well, actually, it's a new one. Get woke and go broke. Um, they're going to pay for. They're going to pay for shooting off their mouth like they've been doing. Oh yeah. So good, yeah. good. I don't, I don't see a problem. Uh, I don't see a problem with that. Um, it's, it's about time that, that, uh, that conservatives, uh, do something about these idiots taking our lunch money every day. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just getting old. Um, well, we already went over Azure, Stan- uh, Azure Standard and, uh, Taylor Family Farms. um. Before we, I guess, I guess what I probably want to do here, if it's okay with you, is kind of try to wind up
2: for the moment.
1: Anyway, the uh, the economic side of this uh, this discussion, sure. But, um, yeah, let's you know, go into the I practical would, side. Well, this is interesting because uh, to me is because uh, as as you and I were talking about earlier, what 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 the Russians have done to the u s dollar is they have they have increased demand for the ruble um and they I don't think they were mean about it. they just said, look, you want to buy the oil, buy the ruble, and you know we'll sell you the oil. I think that was fine that seems reasonable yeah um but they so they're increasing demand for the ruble they're therefore uh making the ruble uh go up in value when they first when they first when they first put out that when they were gonna pay five thousand a gram for gold that put gold they were willing to pay fourteen twenty or something like that. Uh now that the ruble has stabilized and gone up, now they're closer to nineteen hundred an ounce right now. Uh so you see what's happening here. Is that? Oh yeah! Uh, what a brilliant move! What a what a brilliant move! But what I think what, what I think you're going to find is uh, is that in a and once again as as we talked about right before the show we've got um, we got the Fed hinting at a half a half a point a rate increase uh, in May and now right. we've got. St. Louis Fed President Bullard coming out and saying, you know, don't rule out a uh, a seventy five basis point, that'd be three quarters of a point. A seventy five basis point increase here in May, that if if needed. Uh, well of course if they do it, they'll just say, well, it was needed.
0: <clears throat> well
1: but, the thing is,
0: the reality is we need an eight percent increase. Well, you know? More than
1: that. More more yeah. than that. We'd have to get above the real We'd have to get above the real inflation rate, meaning Which well, would be closer to, to, to twenty twenty
0: five.
1: Yeah. Right. We'd have to be up eighteen, twenty, somewhere in that range to get it under control. So the Fed knows they're not going to get it under control, they're posing. But right. but at the same time so so but at the same time not only Bill Holter but Robbie Farber have both have both looked at history past i say, say recent history going back say 40 years 50 years and every single time interest rates have gotten anywhere near 3% and we will be if they do this uh, we'll be in the high twos um, then, then no, we're going to be over 3 all.
0: in reality because right now we're at oh. 10.9 on 10 year bonds that'll push 10 year bonds up to almost 4% the way I calculate well,
1: things Oh no, yeah, it, it'll do that, um, but but you know I but I, I don't I don't think you know, I don't think that's the Fed interest rate as it is. <clears throat> I think that's you know the bond. I don't really understand the relationship between well, uh, the Fed yeah, and the bond. It's what but the Fed follow, is willing you know, to
0: pay in interest rates. So now, what we're talking about is not the the Fed interest rate. I'm mixing apples and oranges, but I'm doing it intentionally. And here's why well, they
1: follow it; each- they do follow right. each other, you know, uh, in correlation.
0: Yes, exactly. And the the magic number for tipping over the stock market—not that I could care less—but uh, the magic number on the ten-year bond for tipping over the stock market is supposed to be three yeah. percent. You know, according to all the yeah, talking no and older- experts.
1: Yeah. And Bill Holter and Rafi Farber both agree that in fact they're both saying it's you know, the high twos to three, somewhere, you know, in that range. And we're gonna get there pretty quick. Uh so well we're, we're already at two point
0: yeah. nine the last I saw.
1: Yeah, so so once again we say what? Well, it's it's too stupid not to be true. You know, they, they're doing this. They're they're going to go ahead and tank the market, I think. And they're going to take yeah. the real estate market with it. They're going to the stock market is going to go. Unsure, uh, uh, you know what else uh, will happen. Um, the same people uh, are both talking about uh, us being involved in in some form of hyper hyperinflationary uh, uh, event. It, you know, and def- def- deflation, stagflation, hyperinflation there's massive disagreement about how that's going to work, but, uh, and I don't I really think we're going to see
0: all at once, Rick. I think we're going to uh, see all of it uh, simultaneously.
1: Yeah. And, and at that point, um, at that point, you know, uh, you know, as, as, as I, I think it was before the show, I lose track now, you know, I, if, you know, so, so, so silver, Silver's at $1,000, and, you know, I want to buy groceries, so I sell an ounce of silver, uh, and I get $1,000, but I go down. I, got, I go down, but now I can only get a half a basket full uh, with my $1,000. Uh, right. It's, it's, it's not really working out for me. Uh, am I better off than a person that did not have any silver? Yeah, I'm better off, but, you know, how long can you keep that nonsense up anyway, and right. who says that the price, Who says that the next time you go, it's not going to be a quarter of a basket. And then, you know, like it was in, what, Venezuela? Did I
0: yeah, it Venezuela yeah, yeah,
1: Venezuela. Yeah, yeah that
0: was, um, or is yeah. really bad. Not was, it still is.
1: Yeah, nothing to buy. I mean, it doesn't matter how much money you got. There's nothing to buy anyway. So, you know, if you don't have food stacked up somewhere, if you don't, Know how to grow food, you are going to wind up taking a big bad spanking, and um, you know, in my opinion, you got it coming. Because, I mean, we've been talking about this until I'm getting tired of talking about it. Um, but well, I, guess I'll, I guess I guess I guess I'll do it we, until
0: what you and I and Worry for years have talked about. Or actually, for the past, I can tell you how long it was—a year before I lost my leg, and I lost my leg in 2017. So you and I and Lori have been talking about this uh, since 2016 on the air, and I was a little bit that on other people's shows. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we told everybody that this was coming. And, folks, I'm not saying yep. we told you so. But, yeah, I am. Well, We've told everybody yep. this is the, this is coming. And all, like you said before the show when we were talking, we can only hope people have paid heed. If they've saved up food, if they've got some silver and or gold, if they stopped up on tools, you know, these are the people they're going to survive this better than the people that either have listened or never listened to the show or didn't do anything about it. In other words, you know, it's going to be well, hard no matter what.
1: Yeah, it is. And I, I don't believe, I don't believe we said it on the show, but I think before the show we were talking about first majestic major silver supplier. Um, I, I hope I didn't say this on the show already. Um, you go to their wow. webpage and there's there's red letters on the front of it on their home page. It just says sold out. It's, yeah. It's sold out. First Majestic is one of the places uh, that people go to get silver uh in in On Have It River. <laughs> uh, and we, we find that uh, my neighbor who he's 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 got a got a lot of money. Um, I'm pretty sure he's the millionaire next door. Uh but but he has this mindset that the dollar, the stock market and the dollar have always been very good to him. So, damn it, he's sticking with it. He's going to stick with it, damn it, because, you know, it's, it's working. Well, okay, that's like getting on a bus to Disney World, and then when the bus gets there, you say, uh, gee, I like the bus. I think I'm not going to get off. You know, look. They're, coll- they're colla- I mean, in my opinion, well, not just my opinion, they're collapsing the system all around you. Uh, they're hoping you don't realize it, of course. They don't want you to get right. out. That that way they can steal everything you've got. So the guy gets in a panic about two weeks ago, calls me up, says, you know, hey, we're, we're, when's the last time you've been down to Scotsman? And I said, well, you know, I, I go down there semi-regularly and uh and he says, what? do you think they have any solar?" And I said, "Man, you better call before you go." So I get a call yep. about a week later, and he says, "All they've got is hundred ounce bars. And I thought about that for a few minutes, and that to me, that says a couple things. First of all, everybody done bought everything smaller. You know, on the other side of the coin is, this guy's got the money to buy hundred ounce bars." And I yeah, got if he's a millionaire,
0: or I'd be saying, "Give me all you got."
1: yeah, well, he probably should have, but he's not going to do that because he's 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 what what frugal to the point he's penny wise and dollar foolish. he is going to hang yeah. on to those dollars because he loves the dollars and 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 i I texted him back, and I said, You know what, maybe you better take those hundred ounce bars." And I doubt he did because what's that going to, you're going to put, pay $3,000 for one of them, I guess? Is that? Or I don't know what their right.
0: premium is, but yeah, right around there. I think
1: it's, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think that would be right, 30 times 100, yeah. So so um, So, but my point would be is that what he wanted to do was he wanted to get off the U.S. dollar stock market gravy train at the top and, and jump on over to the silver train and continue yes. his meteoric rise to success. The problem is the silver train done left. And well, now, and that he, and he
0: obviously thinks he's going to make money on silver. Does he realize that all it is is a store of wealth? You're not going to get rich.
1: I I really yeah. Well, so. Hence, hence the thousand dollars that don't buy nothing. But yeah, no, does he, No, I don't really know what he knows. Um, but but um, but my point there would be uh, is that the we are at the end of this particular monetary cycle. Those are not my words; those are the words of some uh, some of the economists. Uh, this right. was a planned event from the beginning. It was it was never meant to go on forever. It was a Ponzi scheme which uh has a termination date. Um and the minute they stop pumping new money into one end it's all gonna blow up. Um well maybe we better talk here's something interesting about your food problems. Now this is this is amazing. Uh if you're gonna grow food uh believe it or not, corn has three times the calories as wheat does. Um, that is interesting. Um, yeah, and and it's so much easier to harvest. I mean, if you grew a field of wheat, uh, you'd probably work yourself to death trying to get the wheat. Uh, you know, you'd have to thrash it and and you know send it to a winnow. Anyway, you get corn, you peel back, you peel back the husk, and there it is. Uh, you run right. through a sheller, and you're done. Then you're done. Um, that's not all. In an acre of corn. In an acre of corn, uh, there is about there are about 15 million calories. Now, bear in mind, an acre is 208 by 208. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. That is that is enough. Uh, the The average global caloric intake is about 750 750 thousand. We here in the U.S. consume more like a million, but 750000 will get you by. Um, so one acre of corn would be enough to supply uh, 20 people with their calories for a year. So, And, and of course, you can't eat just corn. Um, there were incidents in the South during the slave era where corn growers... Fed uh, the slaves almost entirely uh, corn, and then what happened was the first first there's a there's a noticeable shortage of of uh, I think it's B3 niacin it's niacin I think that's B3, and so what happens is that after you are depleted of niacin you you get uh, serious diarrhea followed by um, some skin disease that begins with a P. Uh, I think Psoriasis. it's Pelosi. Just... Maybe? No, it's not that. No. All no. Right. It's ple- ple- is there such a thing as Pallagra? That no, there might be. I don't uh, know. But, th- but then you get dementia and you die. So um you'd have to I mean so we're talking here about, you know, in a relatively small area producing massive caloric uh uh value, um and, uh, and of course, if you were to add that to your food supply as an extender, you could, I mean, you can store bags of corn kernels dried uh, for a number of years. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you got to, of course, there are things you've got to deal with. You've got to deal with weevils and stuff like that. Um, but um, a lot of people just do that by throwing in a couple hand, hands full of uh, DE, diatomaceous earth. Uh, that works. Yeah um uh but but I don't want to get off the subject but uh but you know, if you've got two hundred square feet uh it's amazing what you can do with it um there is a guy, and i want I want suggest this uh and I think I may have brought this up before, but I keep doing his videos now that I've watched him. His name is Jim Kovaleski. yeah, we did talk about it because he's down in Florida and the man is making seven hundred and fifty dollars to a thousand a week growing vegetables and selling them out of his front yard out of his front yard um and so you know you know don't you can't give me the excuse that you don't have a farm that I'm sure he's eating some of that too, so aside from what he's eating, he's selling the rest uh at at a profit um so if you've got uh, a front yard or backyard that's south facing you can do this um i would suggest you um i believe the guy the guy that chronicles all this for him and puts it up on youtube his name is uh pete canaras and i think it's green dreams green dreams tv and and his motto is um well, he's got two of them. One is what's growing on, and the other is don't be a grasshole. Uh, he wants you to up yeah. your yard. And, <laughs> he wants you to get rid of the damn grass, the useless grass, and put some food in. Damn it. Uh, so, you know, don't be a grasshole. So, the, uh, so it's fascinating. Um, it's fascinating, you know, what you can do with a small space. Um, onions. If you've got your onions in, you need to be feeding them like mad and watering them a lot. They are a very thirsty plant and a very hungry plant. But down south, they're already harvesting the onions down in south Georgia. They're already pulling them up, and they've got softball-sized onions. Uh, This would be the boss kid. Uh, Yeah, he is having magnificent success with his onions. But he follows follows, uh, the protocol that we've outlined on this show, you know, regular feedings with nitrogen and uh regular waterings and and stuff like that and he's right now i I mean i saw his harvest this morning uh he is he is just absolutely kicking butt um so it's all it's all too fascinating um there's uh for those of you who are really into
0: uh
1: gardening uh there is a live stream it's about six months old, maybe older, a little older. Um, it's by the LDS Prepper, and it's called How to Grow Food as if Your Life Depends on It or Depended on It. But it's it, it's a lengthy thing. It's like almost two hours long. But it's an in-depth study about how to grow large amounts of food in small spaces using the MIT lighter process. Um, he... Uh, i think he's a software engineer he's a very bright guy um and uh but he has calculated his inputs his inputs uh you can tell the guy's a nerd he he calculates his inputs on the tomatoes and he has come up with the number of two two cents a pound it's costing him two cents a pound to grow tomatoes and of course you know we're talking about calculated inputs that would be uh, mid lighter fertilizer and water and all that kind of thing. Uh, the but not labor. Great. well. What's that?
0: I said, but not labor. I'm guessing. No,
1: no, but but with with that process, there's really no weeding. Uh, what he does is uh, he uses they use a uh, a drip a drip uh, tube which uh, is made of PVC that they drill and he waters uh, every day for. Uh, Two minutes, but then, um, but then in the heat, in the heat of the summer, the water two minutes in the morning and two minutes after lunch, and that that does it. So, uh, not a lot of labor. Uh, it's probably one of the least labor-intensive methods of gardening that that you could that you can calculate. And, and like he said, this method could be used regardless of what your bed looks like, whether you're using. A conventional bed or a, or a, a no-till bed, uh, it, it just doesn't matter. Good soil, bad soil, uh, it won't matter. Um, right. You will grow five, five to ten times, he, he, and I'm sure he's correct, five to ten wow. times the amount of food using his, his prescribed method. So wow. you might give that a look. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. See, um, it, it follows these, these six simple rules, uh, light temperature, air, water, nutrition, and competition. Hey, while I'm thinking about it, we need to talk about this competition issue right here. Um, the best part? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So I've, I've told you people before that, you know, planting flats of vegetables, for the most part, when you're trying to grow up a flat, you, you're basically you're basically competition free, you are pest free. The minute you try to plant any kind of summer squash or winter squash, or cucumbers, zucchini is summer squash. It doesn't matter if you've got a seed that looks anything like a a cucumber seed or a pumpkin seed. The yeah. mice are going to find it, and they're gonna they're gonna go sell by sell and they're going to to eat each yes. and every one okay so so I told you people uh, more than once I think to make sure when you plant one of these you sprinkle it good with cinnamon because they mm-hmm. don't like that well uh, I've got a mouse I have a mouse I'm not sure where that thing is who doesn't care about cinnamon in fact it looks like he likes cinnamon um, and and uh, so what I did was I replanted the flat, and I thought about it a while, and I came up with a a, a small, uh, simple invention. And it, what I did was I built what looks like a, a picture frame using furring strips, um, just glued them together on the corners with, with uh, waterproof glue. You'd want to use waterproof, really. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I got some plexi. Now this is all going to be the same size as a flat. So a flat, they call it a 1020 flat, is not 10 by 20. It probably is on the inside of the bottom, but on the outside it's actually um, 10 and a half by 20, 20 and a half. <clears throat> so I built this frame a little bigger than that so it could sit on, on top. And then I put the I glued the plexiglass in with some clear caulk, and so it, it does two things now. Not only does it keep pests out, um, it it can also be used as a humidity dome. And right. so if you're trying to germinate small seeds like herb seeds, I mean some of these seeds are like dust, and if you um, yeah, you, you got to plant them you, with you,
0: a magnifying glass and tweezers. Literally. Yeah,
1: there's there's that, and then, then you can't really water them, per se, at that point, no. because if you do, you know, they'll just go everywhere, and you won't know what you've done. So what you typically will do is you will water the tray really, really good, get it soaking wet, plant your herb seeds there, and some of them need to be on top of the soil, press them into the soil, and then what you'll want to do, because you're not going to be able to water this again, till after germination, is they want they want you to put a humidity dome on there, which looks like the top of the cake box. It right. looks like the top of the cake box, except they cost a fortune. Uh, I mean, they're flimsy, yeah. and they want like ten dollars for one. Um, so I can use my frame. Uh, you know, plexiglass now is actually more like lexan. It's, it's sunlight-proof. It doesn't yellow anymore, uh, and it, it's just going to last about a lifetime. So, <clears throat> yeah, I've got a, got about $10 in. I built two of these things. i got $10 in each one, but they will last me a lifetime.
0: <clears throat> right. Now,
1: here's the other deal. So I come out yesterday morning to make sure my invention was working, and it was. Nothing had been disturbed. Everything was great. I took one of the covers off to let the... Um, the little plants, the little germinating plants breathe. Um, But um, what happened there then at that point was um, I came back two or three hours later and the seeds had been dug up again, and this is in broad daylight. So uh, I'm very unhappy about this situation. Um, The... um, the there there needs to be another solution too so i'm going to have to kind of go back to my original plan which was that i was going to um i was going to um incorporate a frame with a um a screen uh i was going to incorporate a, a a a with just a screen so now what i'll do hold on two seconds i am yeah, the uh, what what I so what I, I was what I was going to do originally was I was going to build the thing with the screen and then just drop the plastic on top, which in retrospect is what I should have done, because had I just taken the plexi off and left the screen frame on, everything would have been fine. But what the point of this is? Uh, this is not about me complaining about my my bad luck or my poor skill set. What I'm telling you is that. The second time that the mouse did that, it got it got the last of my supply of Cherokee tan winter squash. I didn't have any more seeds, so I had to jump online and order some more from Hoss. But had Hoss not been available to me, uh, had that been uh, a situation where I could not replace those seeds, like let's say we're pioneers or we're in a grid down situation, or there's a supply chain issue or a food shortage or something like that, let's say, let's say that, it, you know, it's not just a Walmart Saturday anymore. There, there, are, there are issues I'm dealing with. Then I would have been out of Cherokee tan Pumpkins for the rest of my life. So right. what, I'm, what I'm saying is you got to get skills and you've got to get them quick. Um, this one caught me by complete surprise. I did not think that a mouse would come out at 9 o'clock climb up a chrome rack, and start eating seeds. I just thought that was more of a nighttime thing. Uh, well, live and learn. Uh, yeah, well, the other good news you is, know, is animal that turkey,
0: behaviors are changing, Rick. And yeah, we talked sure about this are. before the show. <clears throat> right. We're seeing wildlife do things we've never seen them do before. And I know yeah. that it's been 32 years plus I've been observing the wildlife here you know, uh, and the wildlife will wipe out a garden. They will wipe out chickens. Uh, but we're seeing them do stuff that we've never seen it do before. You know, like, uh, deer eating nightshades. Where the hell
1: did that come? (laughs) Yeah. Where did it come from? So, yeah. So I was buying, yeah. And so to that end, um, yeah, to that end, uh, yeah, eating tomatoes and potatoes, um, that doesn't make any sense. And I don't know if it's because the globalists keep spraying them with aluminum and they're going nuts. Uh, I don't really get it. Um, yeah, I, I, but, you know, I think my point here would be that, you know, you're, 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 it's entirely conceivable that you're going to see some anomalous behavior out of pests and your competition – home the competition for your food is is, is possibly going to just kind of come out of nowhere uh, right it's gonna catch catch you flat-footed like it did me uh, and that can be a very very uh, it could even be life-threatening uh, depending on your situation you know if you don't have if you don't have a way to fix the problem then the problem is not going to get fixed.
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and and at some at some point, um, you know, that could get to be really really hazardous. I, I was up at the uh, Charlie's Farm and Home yesterday buying. Uh, they didn't have any ten foot T posts, but they had nines. That'll do. Um, and uh, I had purchased uh, steel wire at Lowe's, hundred uh, foot rolls, three of them. Uh, they wanted uh, 20 bucks a roll uh, Man, which was ridiculous. Uh, well, here's the deal. So uh, I'm up at Charles buying the uh, buying these big tepots and uh, I could those cost uh, you about ten bucks each? No no seven. that was a good deal oh, I thought Good deal um, yeah so and here's the yeah. other thing. So I've got 300 feet of steel wire here for 60 bucks. For 68 bucks, they sold me, uh, Charlie's did, uh, Farm and Home, sold me a roll of barbless barbed wire, which I guess is left because, you know, people don't necessarily want barbed wire without barbs. But I do. Um, and I got 1,320 feet for 68 bucks. So this wire here is going back. So, not only did I get an extra thousand feet, um, it only cost me an additional eight dollars. So that's a good thing. So, and it came with these clips. Uh, these the T the posts yeah. come with uh, with the uh, with the clips that attach the wire, which is this going to be great. So not only yeah. can I uh, I can put not only can I put. Um, Fenced around my potatoes, like I said I was going to do. They're not up yet. um I can uh I can use this exact same wire to restring the vineyard because the deer uh they get going at night and they just run straight through the uh, head wire up there. They just run, st- but it wasn't wasn't barbed wire. uh It wasn't it wasn't nearly that thick. They just run straight through it, knock and just tear it to pieces. So yeah, I'll. I'll uh, they're going to learn the hard way this time. Uh, this this uh, barbed wire this 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 uh, is like two, you know what barbed wire looks like. It this is like two yeah. strands of twelve gauge twisted together. They're not going to break that. So
0: no, but what they will do is get them. hung up in it. Well, <clears throat> you know when know, they try to see. jump it, you know we yeah. we've got several strand, uh stretches of six foot barbed wire here, you know with five rows. And uh, long story short, when they try to jump it, they get hung up in it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got our top of the hour break. Call in number is 512-248-8252. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
3: The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Amazon customer, it's amazing. I just ordered my second bottle. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after I exercise. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off of BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Amazon customer, Extendivite works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. Amazon customer. Excellent herbal formula. I've been using it to keep my cardiovascular system fine-tuned. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with
1: Extendivite. Bye. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years.
0: I think we're back at least momentarily folks Rick uh, looking at the clock we're about ready to go to the top of the hour break I don't know what's going on Uh, I think it's a computer glitch that it's happened before but folks this is live radio those things do happen so we will start taking calls after the top of the hour break here momentarily the call in number is 512 248-8252. 248-8252. Uh, Rick and I ask that you to eat things on topic, and uh, we'll take it from there. Be right back.
3: Public Broadcasting Network
1: because you can handle the truth. truth, truth.